Well, good day. Um, well, as you well know, or you don't well know, I've been working on quite a bit in regards to, well, initially it was um, the psychedelics uh, trying to essentially prove <clears throat> that it's not the uh, psychedelic compounds that are causing the insights or the healing, the growth, the benefit. It's actually uh, faith um, and commitment and devotion in a sense because placebo uh, and activation of the HT2A. But that's the serotonin, uh, the one that, that we attribute to uh, feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, the world is so perfect or, you know, empathy, equanimity. So follow me on this. We've talked about free energy, free energy being when you have free energy, you make up scenarios, uh, you know, whether it be negative or positive, that's up to you. So surprise is what we're trying to battle, right? Because um, our whole uh, reason why we're here is to minimize the surprise of, you know, cause and effect, but also just the world, right? We predict what to expect, right? And so I just finished going through um, critical thinking. Uh, and there is a lot in there that's pretty important uh, that applies um, believe it or not, the biggest thing that applies to what I'm talking about here is belief in jinxes or superstition. Uh, they have tested this and they found ritual versus random behavior has a better outcome. So I argue that's no different than faith, right? The difference between ritual and random behavior is faith, confidence, devotion. Not blind faith, but just, right? So fast forward, um, just finished uh, critical thinking, went down to get the mail, chatted with uh, some neighbors for a bit, came back and I was trying to get back into uh, Jung's, um, what I call man's search for meaning, but it's actually a modern man in search of a soul. Couldn't quite get into it, so destiny takes hold again. So I take a break and I end up uh, watching some clips from Forrest Gump, because again, I'm looking for quotes, uh, modern, what do you call it? Um, ideas, allegories, I guess, modern allegories that would uh, help share these ideas. So what am I talking about? I'm trying to prove that the only difference between psychedelics, uh, religion, um, Fasting or uh, the uh, autochton uh, indigenous uh, practice of um, vision quests. The only thing that's different between them is the faith in whatever the practice is, be it meditation, um, talking in tongues, um, anything you devote yourself. And what I loved is Forrest Gump. It gave me, honestly, some quotes that will allow me to wrap this idea together. So arguably one of the main questions of the movie Forrest Gump is destiny or accident, chance. Or in the end, he argues, is it both, right? So I argue it is both, but only because we mislabel chance and destiny either because of uh, logical 
fallacies or just uh, as we are naturally uh, just irrational as a creature. So I say faith and commitment in the face of doubt. I know I'm becoming a broken record here, but that is my belief that the only difference between destiny and chance or accident is how you label. Therefore, the answer most certainly is, it is both. So destiny is the embracing of the chance. So I say that karma, oh, wait a minute. I can't even read my own handwriting. Isn't that funny? Trauma. <laughs> oh my gosh, am I terrible. So what I wrote here was trauma is surprise not embraced, right? Like the idea of free energy, you're trying to minimize surprise, right? So I argue that trauma, discomfort, suffering, dukkha, I wrote that earlier, but I argue that any dissatisfaction that we have with our reality, our existence, our come, even ourselves, is simply surprise not embraced. This is actually part of um, critical thinking or reasoning, right? Acquiescing, but it's usually the reverse. Uh, superstition and, and belief in jinxes, of course, could be possibly because of culture. If you've been raised around, like uh, use uh, the example of 13, uh, it's become a cultural uh, jinx or superstition. doesn't necessarily mean you believe in it. But what we're talking about here is uh, superstition is acquiescing to, you know, your reason. And so I argue that trauma or surprise is the opposite, right? That we are not accepting reason or likelihood. We're either denying destiny or accident or both. Right? Forrest Gump, again, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Right? You simply must embrace the result. Amor Fati or Camus absurd. Freedom comes not when you devote yourself fully to your, your lot, your fate, like the myth of Sisyphus, off considered an acceptance of one's lot where the true freedom lies in embracing, not accepting, embracing. This is this, still for saying, intimacy or a grace that can come from acceptance, from commitment, devotion, and confidence. So someone actually quoted and said, Gump is the luckiest man in the story because Jenny first, well, he says Jenny dies, but first Jenny suffers tremendously and then she dies. And Lieutenant Dan and his legs, his lot. Of course, Mama and Bubba, both of their deaths, arguably um, two sides of this coin. If you think about Bubba, who had so much hope for the future and didn't, uh, obviously, because of the nature of his his death, wasn't willing to accept it. Of course, it was 
it was pretty important to Forrest, right? This idea that, uh, you know, the good, life is not fair. We've talked about this. Resiliency comes from, yes, these are tough, but, you know, not denying or resisting. So that's why I uh, contrast Mama's death. Mama believed that life was chance and the beauty of life or existence was embracing the uh, the chaos, the the surprise. Right, Gump, therefore, is the only character to not lean, uh, not uh, to not need to learn this lesson of acceptance. So, arguably, you could consider him to be uh, the most uh, sad character in a sense because truly he's the only character that does feel the pain of loss right because no denial right whether it be because he doesn't have this might be the reason why they made him a below average intelligence is it possible that uh without this higher order of of uh attachment to self or could it be this um, dual self idea from D.E.B. Dubois? This idea that Forrest, Forrest sees himself one way, right? Forrest sees himself as Forrest. Nothing wrong with Forrest. But of course, everyone else sees him in other ways. Is it a cripple or a, a retard or whatever else he was called? It was difficult, obviously, to justify those two dichotomies. The argument is just having those two selves, the self that you uh, perceive uh, versus the self that others perceive. I've always argued, I point to the Japanese idea that there's actually three selves, right? The self that others see, the self that we ourselves admit to, and then the third self that may be the reason why so many people either fool themselves into thinking life is chance or life is destiny, but at the same time, denying the reality. So I guess the last quote from Forrest Gump is, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. It's beautiful. Because uh, I just want to go back to... Uh, Corinthians, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled, and where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Probably shouldn't have finished the, the eighth. It's just four, five, six, and seven. It really does speak to, right? It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. We can see within that, right? equanimity, both, as I've said before, the idea 
is to get a glimpse of equanimity first so you can actually have a compassion for oneself as with others or metta, loving kindness. Once you realize that you can care for others as you do oneself, you're actually able to care for oneself as you would for others. In this equanimity, this balance of not self-seeking, it becomes much easier to not get angered, to not keep a record of wrongs, right? To not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, right? So it reminds us that evil is a clear uh, divide, but with truth, it's, well, pistis, this idea of practical insight or knowledge that must come through effort and insight, right? I translate it to Sanskrit sati sampajana, uh, to remember, to bring clear comprehension to all of life's activities, as it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So we want to remember that my uh, interpretation of philosophy applies here. Philia, sophia, two Greek words together, meaning the love of wisdom, but on their own we have a, a deep devotion to what one would consider a brother or a sister, philia, right? Like a filial uh, attachment, love, commitment, devotion, right? And Sophia, I love Sophia, it's become a name. It's Greek for wisdom, but it reminds us of Shakti and the Dakini, so much of this feminine spirit that reminds us that love is patient and it's kind. So... On that, I guess I'll leave it. I found it uh, thoroughly uh, oh, emotional uh, to revisit uh, the Forrest Gump movie uh, for two big reasons. One, as I said, I've been going through um, the self, obviously. Working on my own traumas, which allows one, of course, to bring voice to trauma, bring voice to the self and your feelings. But in so doing, it also unlocks uh, an entire world of, of memories one may have, uh, you know, hidden down deep inside. But so in this case, I'm emotional today, especially uh, the nature, the world we're living in. But back when the movie came out, very much very much a foundational period for me. I mean, we're looking at, what, 30 years ago. Kind of shows how old I am. Uh, I, was, uh, I was an adult for the most part at the time. So it brings me back. We call these anchors. Anchors. There's good anchors and bad anchors. Right? If you use, uh, you use them uh, as a lesson, you properly label these anchors as not attachment or aversion, but simply reminders, right? Uh, insight that we can carry with us and use uh, to reduce the surprise and maybe even um, share some love. So on that uh, touchy-feely note, I hope you have a wonderful day.